What's up, everyone? Episode 83 of the Talking Heads podcast. It is March 9th. It's your boy, Sin. This is Chernick. Yo, I kind of nailed that. I think that was the first intro I actually it. nailed. Yeah, Shit. 83 episodes in. Quickest episode sick. ever. Wrap it up, And boys. you want to know how How I remembered it's March 9th? Because your birthday is close? Well, no, yes, but... No, but <laughs> I got a parking ticket for just parking in front of my house this one time because we had too many cars. And I was like, you know what? I have like two. This was like December of last year. I was like, I have two parking days, like exempt left. So like permission, whatever street parking permissions left. I'm just going to try to gamble today and maybe no cop will drive by because they never okay. drive by. So I ended up getting a $35 ticket and brother, wow. I forgot to pay it. I forgot that it's there. I put it in oh, my drawer and no. just forgot about it. So they sent me a notice that I looked at yesterday on March 8th saying that now the ticket is 60 bucks. <laughs> and if you don't pay by March 9th, another $22 will be tacked onto it. I'm like, is this how this city is running? Like, is uh, this what keeps tickets? this city afloat? Parking tickets? Like, $60. That's a lot of money, dude. Like, yeah, man. For I what? should have paid the 35 but for what, parking in front of my own house? What inconvenience did you cause, damn it? I hate yeah, parking tickets, man. Dude, in front of my house is a creek. There's no cars parked next to the creek. Like, I did nothing, to yeah. be honest. And that night, I came home at, like, 3 in the morning. No, yeah. it was, like, 4. That's why I said, like, let me read this ticket. One sec. I mean... I believe you, man. For story factuality, I know, I know. Sure. I believe you. Tickets are issued. Yeah, yeah, dude, this guy issued it at five oh four a.m. Just yeah, so I mean, you know, um, just so you know, it's supposed to be, um, what's it called? Two a.m. to six a.m. They can ticket you, and I came home at like four four thirty, that night after being out. So I was like, this was the day after New Year's. Yeah. So I was like. You know what? I'm not going to fill out an online thing and lose one of my things for like an hour and a half worth of parking. If I'm home at 4.30, it only goes up until 6 a.m. After 6 a.m., they don't ticket you. This guy mm. came at 5.04 to ticket me, first of all. What a wow. dick. Um, and yeah, anyways, 35 bucks. I should have paid it, but I forgot. And now I'm out 60 bucks. I would have been out wow. 82, but you know, at least I remembered. So that's how I remember the date, guys. That's what the this whole story is about. Um and Damn, you know what? If parking ticket if parking tickets are running the city, then there's probably nobody getting parking tickets in Brampton because this shit is not running smoothly at all. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, dude, parking tickets are the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, like like you said, there will be someone at like five, three, two a.m. handing out these tickets. Like, is this it? Is this why we're paying taxes so our tax dollars can go towards paying someone who is then giving me a ticket? For yeah. the, the taxes that I just paid because I'm parked on the street where if you go to Toronto, I know we were talking about a concert right before we started recording. When I wanted yeah. to leave Toronto in my car, I'd parked on a residential street. Dude, two cars will not fit on that street. It's a two way street and nobody is yeah. getting tickets. You're allowed to park there overnight if you want to. Why yeah. in smaller cities with less traffic is it and illegal to do that? It makes yeah. no sense. Logically, makes no it makes no bigger sense. Bigger streets, yeah. bigger streets, more space, less traffic, but we will get ticketed. Not allowed to park on the street. Not allowed to. You know? Even if it's in front of your house and it's the part of your lawn that connects to the public property. Because your lawn yeah. is your property at some point and it connects to a curb. You can't park yeah. at that curb, but that lawn is your property. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and here's the thing: that extra patch of grass. I don't know if you know this, dude, but like legally, the government, like, they're supposed to come and maintain that. That's not our property. Yeah. Apparently, Good luck. They're gonna like, they're gonna slice down the entire tree you have there, whatever you have there. They're gonna rip it all apart. Yeah. So that tree that they give you, um, that's supposed to be them as well. Like by law, we shouldn't really even be watering it. They should be coming and mowing our shit and watering that themselves. I will say, but again, they will don't trim take my it. word for they it. They will trim it. I've, I've, having lived in Kitchener, we had a tree that was starting to poke on, poke into our ceiling, and they did trim the branches. So I'll give them that. They'll do oh, that. True. Okay, they'll do Good. that. Took them so. two months, but they'll do it. They'll do it. Yeah, yeah. In um, Kitchener, anyway. I don't know about the rest of GTA. 
Yeah, but I'm also like, this is Brampton. Like, who, which cop is free from crime to give me a ticket? Like, must be a quiet no. day in the neighborhood, oh, which dude. doesn't exist here. You Bro, know? Your, your tax dollars are going towards a special division that is focused on parking enforcement. Isn't oh, really? that crazy? Yeah, man. There's so these guys aren't like combat trained. No. They just drive around a police vehicle and give tickets. That's exactly right. Is this That's position exactly open? I'll right. do it. I'd love to do that. It'd be a great job knowing I'm paying myself um, with my own <laughs> my own income tax money. I mean, it's yeah, just a, the it's the craziest thing. I think I mentioned this story probably like 70 episodes ago. But my grandma was on a walk once and another woman literally called one of the government parking people to come and give someone a ticket because they had quickly parked on the sidewalk. They were like... You know, it's one of those driveways where the sidewalk cuts in sort of three quarters of the way through. They had parked a bit because they were dropping off groceries for their elderly mother. It was an adult man dropping off groceries for an elderly mother. A woman came yeah. by and said, this guy's parked. His car is on the driveway. I'm calling parking and the government parking enforcement to give him a ticket. And so she spent her own tax dollars come, calling somebody to come and give someone else a ticket. It, 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 she could have just walked around the car. It's like the craziest thing. I don't know. Parking tickets, Yo, man. I'll say this, man. Like, if you look for a problem, you'll find it yeah. in every walk or every situation in life. And sometimes it's just not like it's okay to not it's do It's not that, worth it. You know? Not every fight yeah. is worth fighting, you know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, it's crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. Um, so, speaking of uh, Friday, dude, we got hit with like 20 to 30 to 40 in some places centimeters of snow. Um, here in you know toronto ontario yeah um i crashed on my buddy's place but dude after we left while you were driving it took you what two hours two hours to get home yeah yeah two hours to get home from toronto no from to mississauga yeah so fit like 38 kilometers took me two hours yeah two hours dude that is half a kilometer an hour or some shit like that i was i will Whatever. say no, i will say for for like the entirety of the gardener i was stuck behind snow plows and they were going 15 kilometers 15 one five kilometers per hour so there's that yeah, at least it I was safe it. but they were it was slow safe, as but hell. it's shit yeah so i did that there was like freezing rain and i had to be behind like salter trucks and i was just like I'm ready to risk it. So I overtook it. And then I just went home on the ICO oh, yeah. because I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, this is way too slow for me. I, eventu- um, I eventually did that too. I must say though, man, for all you people out there, I don't know if you're listening to this or not, but when there's huge snowfall like this, what typically happens is cars will follow each other in a single file line because there's a nice concrete pathway that yeah, other nice cars... Groove. Yeah, they've they've created this groove that doesn't cause your car to slip. If you're one of those people who thinks you're for whatever reason your car is more durable and has better grip than everyone and goes to the left and slides around like a figure skater, you're an idiot. You're just an idiot because yeah. you're not just risking an your idiot. own safety, you're risking crashing into someone else who is slowly driving behind other people staying in the groove. Sometimes yeah. just do the smarter thing, do the safer thing. It'll take you 15 minutes longer to get home you yeah. have years ahead for of yourself you, you have years exactly. ahead of you 100 percent, dude and again if not for you or the other person dude do it for your family do it for your right. friends like you could die dude like it's not worth yeah. it it's not that's why it's on not. days like that on days like that dude like i am very much like i was telling the boys too i was like yo if i had to drive home i would be completely okay because what i would do is i would go to a nearby washroom like in any like convenience store wherever a gas station get some snacks fully like sit in the car clean up like clean the car sit inside right. take my jacket off blast the heating and just know i'm ready i know yeah. what albums i'm gonna listen to i know what podcasts yeah. i'm gonna listen to i am in it to win it i will safely drive at 20 kilometers an hour and get home in three hours I like agree. that's you just put yourself in that headspace right and like um luckily i carry a shovel too the little like doug ford red shovel um i have that in my trunk and like nice. we kind of needed it like where i was parked and like yo kudos to the boys like davies and cody like they cleaned i was cleaning my car and davies like bro let me do it i was like yeah go ahead because i was doing it too slowly he's like why are you so slow and i was like i'm tired man <laughs> like we just on north <laughs> lane we saw like five of my favorite bands live i'm tired dude i'm not gonna you know rush to do this uh, so then he did that, and then Cody shoveled, and I was just driving. So it was like this team effort, you know? It's beautiful. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and then we went out to eat, and then we went back to Cody's place. Um, but dude, it started like thundering. Oh yeah, it was. So and it felt sick. like people were taking pictures of us with flash. That's how bright it got. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. again, you put a little bit of light on snow, that shit it, like it gets bright because it's white, right. Right? right? So a second, a little bit of brightness from the sky and thunder reflects off the snow on the ground and in the sky, dude. You felt like what just happened? Oh, like why yeah. was everything daylight for one millisecond? Like, oh yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy, but, man. It's also it's also sick because we can say we've like survived that, you know? It yeah, just, 100%. It makes yeah. you realize like being like literally trapped by snow and, you know, even if you've got the highest peak technology, which is I mean, snow plows are kind of a joke in terms of highest peak technology, but nothing's better than whatever snow plows are on the streets right now. Um, yeah. Even that isn't doing the full job of getting all the snow off. And, like, within 10 minutes, there's already so much snow that's fallen that it doesn't even matter that the snow plows have driven by. Yeah, 100%. It's so sick to be in that and just be... I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but, like, I survived a two-hour drive in a 30-centimeter snowfall blizzard. Dude, it's literally a rite of passage. Like, it is, like, a Canadian rite of passage, but also it is a flex. It's a huge flex. Like... I would have loved nothing more than to just be in shorts and be indoors that day. But we all had an event that we could not miss because the event started at 7 and the snow started at like 6. But so if the snow was earlier in that day, if we went to a concert, they would have canceled it. They would have legit been like, yeah, Toronto, we can't drive over. We're going to postpone it and do it at the end of the tour. But because they could get in and do sound check and everything and the snow did not even start till like 6, 7 p.m., like... We, we, the show must go on type of vibes right exactly. so we had to go and the band is north lane that was yep. one of the bands on the thing yep. so not only do we love kingdom of giants who was our first time seeing <laughs> yeah and we love they that band. how was it crushed it they did so sick so good and you know what i will say fit for a king so the fit for a king they're the headliner they had their drum sets yeah. set up early on in the back all the other bands had it set up up front and dude, I've got to say, I really liked that a lot. Personally, as someone who does like drumming for fun as a hobby, being yeah. able to see the drummer up close, it was so sick. And uh, they crushed it, man. Kingdom of Giants, they're yeah, so good. Yeah. They're so good. Um, so they were sick. And then Alpha Wolf was right after. And we've seen Amazing. Alpha Wolf twice last year. Yep. This is our third time seeing them now. That band just brings it. They will they're, literally yeah. bring you back to life if you need some sort of like resuscitation yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They are just raw energy, just so good and punchy. Yeah. Um, and then the band after that, Northland, who hasn't played since 2019, and that's mine and Trinic's favorite band, like yep. top three easily, uh, if not first place. So obviously, yeah, yeah, we needed this. So Northland and then Fit for a King, who we and you haven't seen since 2016. Yeah. Which was a crazy tour. I don't know if you remember this, but it was Era, it was Northland, it was Fit for a King and August Burns Red. Yeah. And Miss May I. Insanity. Absolutely. What is insanity. that lineup? And dude is twenty five bucks. Crazy. But yeah, so like we haven't seen them since and they've had four albums since then and like they were dope. They were dope. I'll be very honest, North Lane and Kingdom of Giants were my favorite that night. Yeah. But yeah, so but we had to do it. And then we went out and it was a shit show and we just knew we had to get home. And when you told me, Yeah, you're gonna drive home to Mississauga, I was like, Thank God it's not Kitchener. So, oh, like, yeah. I said, I hugged you and I said, bye, brother. But there's always this sense of, like, I hope he makes it home safe. Because, right. like, the, that's what the weather called for. Right. Like, you and my family was like, yeah, dude, take sleeping clothes. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'll see. I might just drive home, though. And my brother's like, dude, it's going to be shit just in case it's not. Like, it, you can drive home, but do take, like, sleeping clothes and stuff and stay at your friend's place. And that's right. exactly what I ended up doing then because it was crazy like yeah it was it was actually very fried like i, I knew mean, if i was to go home then it would have taken me two hours as well i mean I'm 50 I'm, kilometers dude yeah yeah it's yeah. true i don't know i that drive for me it, it was intense being stuck behind snow plows was slow but it was safe the one thing i will it was say safe though, was it not peaceful in a way it was it was i just yeah I, I did the same thing i put on a podcast and i was like you know what i know that the next hour or two or three even at three hours it would be 45 kilometers at 15 kilometers an hour so i was like by three hours i should make it home three hours i've got i've got so many podcasts to catch up on 
It's just we're yeah. going into that mode. We're shutting the brain yeah. off for a little bit. You hit the brake. You d- you let go of the brake. That's it. Not even hitting the gas at that point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, though, I also thought to the times that I've driven back from Quebec when there's been a blizzard. Not as bad as this. This was like yeah, really this bad. Is this a, is once in a while. This is a once yeah. in your life type of thing yeah. almost. But there have been times people. where I'm driving back from Quebec for like where I'm literally behind a truck for hours going at like 80 because there's snow falling and I just don't want to die. So I'm just going to hang out behind this freight truck for that is clearing the way with this double dual wielding wheels. You don't yeah, even see like, the sn- you don't even see the snow because of the way the air moves because of aerodynamics. Yeah. You don't even see the snow. So it seems like you're driving in great weather, too. You're just stuck behind the- You see the truck in front of you. That's it. Yeah. And it's fine. It's it's not, I don't know, like, I'd rather live and lose a couple hours than risk, like, saving a few minutes and potentially dying. Like, it it doesn't really make sense. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. My but, slag going off mid-podcast, but yeah. <laughs> um, we made it. We made it. Sick concert. North Lane, in my opinion, was the peak of that concert. I don't know if it was the audio setup or if it was the way the bass pedals were set up or what it was going on but in my opinion um fit for a king whatever was happening with their drummer it sounded like the double bass was kind of skipping it was like lagging sometimes it would be it would go from double bass to like a triplet plus a single plus another triplet and you're like i don't this sounds weird to me um but i don't know i don't i don't know i don't really want to blame anyone it was still a good it was probably still still a great great yeah great show though um yeah it was um, a good time yeah um, one sec okay or uh, sorry you talk but but yeah yeah well i i actually wanted to start i wanted to ask you about something because i know i think previously last year when we did the podcast when we were doing the podcast um i think there was a different season of formula one drive to survive that came out there's been a recent season that's come out, and it's been the season that I've decided to get into the show with. Oh, no way. Primarily because Carol's really into it. She's really into form- and into Drive to Survive in particular. Her dad's really into Formula One in general, so it's kind of like a, a thing they talk about that yeah. I'm not really all that aware of. And so I, I decided I'll, I'll give it a shot, and uh, it's... It's it's sick, uh, you know. The the my morals always kick in with anything like this, but we can get yeah. into that if you want to. But overall, I think it's really cool. I think this year was like an interesting year to get into it because I know you're into it, right? You you watch Formula One. Drive yeah, to but Survive. I haven't seen the newest season of Drive to okay. Survive. Um, okay. And uh, but I did watch the first race of the new thing, the new okay. season of Formula One, which I will won't... be the next season of Drive to Survive. So gotcha. it's not really a spoiler. Okay. Like so, not much. What spoilers. you're watching was last season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So not much spoilers yeah. when I say they like change the rules and like cars look yeah, different now, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So every year they look different. So it is very interesting because it's like every single year in the season, they uh, the team has to design a new car, dude. Which is nuts from scratch. Right. And they all have to follow the same blueprint of what it'll look like. But the engine and all this other stuff is going to be different. As long as they stay within the budget. Which which is yeah. a crazy thing because at the end of the day, there was a whole... I mean, it's not... Is it really... A, can I can I say things? Is it a spoiler? I don't know. I don't want to spoil things. Anyway, one of the cars... Who gives a shit? One of, the team, one of the teams had a controversy with the budget. There's a cost cap in this season where they can spend up to a certain amount on their car and their team and their budget in general. Um, and one of the teams got called out for going over that limit in, uh, I think it was the previous year, even not even the current year. Was it, but, um, it was either Ferrari or Mercedes. I can't remember. It was, it was Red Bull actually. Red Bull. Red got Bull. Called That's out. Yeah, what it was. Yeah. yeah. One of the top three. Um, so Red Bull got called out, uh, for, for going over the budget, but I looked into it and dude, every team, has a max budget of a hundred forty million dollars per year. Yeah. Um, there are I don't know how many teams, six, seven teams. Yeah. So we're talking about ten a teams? cool. Yeah, maybe yeah, ten, ten teams, teams because there's twenty positions, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we're yeah. talking about a you know a lot of money. We're talking about a lot of money. Um, yeah. Twenty teams at one hundred forty million each. I mean. Is there not? 
I mean, I don't know. How much money does Formula One make? Like, is that money oh, dude, not better that spent? that is such a lucrative, like, yeah. It, it makes a lot of money. I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, you hear about all these problems about crime because of social economic statuses in various towns and cities yeah. and countries. And then you're like, well, yeah, but like Red Bull spent $140 million on like a car that explodes every three races. I mean, yeah. what are we yeah, doing? So, yo, I'm telling you, man, like Formula One makes a lot of money. Like best way to put it, even in, be, in like status symbol, whatever you want to call it. One of my friends, when I told him I was into Formula One, she said, in her terms, because she doesn't know anything about this stuff. She said, wait, that's the, I was like, she's like, that's the car racing one, right? I was like, yeah. And she's like, wait, wait, one sec. Is this the poor people one or the rich people? Oh, NASCAR versus F1? Exactly. And you immediately know what she means. Which one is for poor people? NASCAR. Because they're literally driving Chevrolet, Malibu, like, looking cars. Like, literally that. Like, it'll be a car that's doused in stickers to look like a malibu yeah or it'll yeah, be yeah. a car that's doused in stickers to look like a camry yeah. and it's like like a it's cage that versus, it, like a bird cage inside of it exactly versus now formula one which is like aston martin ferrari mercedes Porsche, like you know yeah. like porsche's uh engine porsche was right, actually supposed to right. give engines to red bull uh in the next like two years oh, and wow. apparently that deal fell through yeah um but like yeah ferrari aston martin uh, Red Bull has a has a team. All these people can actually buy like teams. Plus, they're they also the plus they're also like traveling around the world for these Grand Prix. Whereas NASCAR, yeah. I think, yeah, is yeah, mostly so US. One, yeah, NASCAR is like mostly US. Like they'll do, do like states, but like, yeah. yeah, dude, Formula One is like you'll be in Bahrain and then you'll go to like right. Right. like Australia, like right. you know. Yeah. It's beautiful. They come places. here to Montreal. It's crazy. One, be- yeah. one beautiful place after another. I mean, it's just stunning wherever they go. Yeah, um, and then even Morocco, their celebration is like I the think. most rich. Yeah, Dubai, that's like the craziest like, track apparently. Yeah, or yeah, um, I mean, it's just crazy. I think Morocco is, but yeah, like, dude, Italy, like they, and then when they win, dude, they drink like the finest champagne. Yeah, like yeah. it's crazy how much money oh, yeah. is in Formula One. And then even when you go into, like, the merch and stuff, dude, it's, like, I just bought a side bag for Mercedes because that's the team I rep. Mm-hmm. I really like that team. Um, the side bag was 80 Canadian. I got it for 40 Canadian if you – because I went to the – went to England. Okay. But if I okay. wanted to get it here, it was 80 for just a side bag. Wow. You want a Mercedes hoodie? It's, like, 150 Wow. Like, the brand like doesn't make enough money. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But the Formula team has to make money too now, I guess, right? That's crazy. So it's like, what the hell, dude? But like, yeah, Formula One is this whole like thing. Like, it makes a shit ton of money. It's insane. I mean, to think. Yeah, but I'm happy you're getting into it, like watching the show, because it is very interesting. It is. And you get invested in the characters and stuff too. Yeah, man. Honestly, man, watching this one season, at the end of it all, all I thought to myself is, you know what? Lewis Hamilton deserves to win all the championships he's won, and I hope he keeps winning more after this year. Because he's such an... I don't know. Maybe I have. I need to watch previous seasons, but he just seems like a nice guy who's like... Dude, right? Like, I'm, shit happens, I man. Hard. I don't know. Shit happens. And it's yeah, like, that's and like, it. He can be a baby, but who's a bigger baby? Is that Max Verstappen, dude, from Red mm-hmm. Bull? Like, that guy is such a child, dude. man. Like, oh my God. he pisses me off. He's a lot better now. And it's like you, but if you're getting into it now and he's taking you off, dude, you look at him in like the first season and second season and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like he is just, dude, he is like a prick, man. Mm. Like, and it, he's like winning now. He's like the best driver in Formula One right, right. now. Right. Uh, and Lewis has fell off just a yep. little bit, not a whole lot, but just a bit. But again, the car and the performance of the car has a lot to do with that too. Yeah. So, like, oh, my favorite sure. drivers are Lewis Hamilton and Daniel Ricciardo. I don't know how present he is in this season, but Daniel yeah. Ricciardo, dude, he is from Australia, and he started off at Red Bull on the, when Drive to Survive started. Then he moved to two other teams, and it didn't work out, and now he's just a third-place driver for well, Red Bull. Has, oh, is he? Is that what he's in for this so new season? So he's a reserve driver. Yeah, so okay, he is a okay. reserve driver. I was going to oh, say, man. I spoiled that, because they announced that, like, no, months no, no, ago. Cool. I thought it was, yeah. That's fine, because the way that, I mean, spoiler alert for anyone watching the show, skip like a minute ahead. The show, they they just show him like with no contract by the end of it. So he's like, I don't know what I'm, 
I don't know what I'm doing. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's what he's doing now. Yeah, like uh, that's cool. So he's a reserve driver, which means if Max Verstappen or the other driver, I don't want to say his name because I don't know if you've gone to that point uh, for Red Bull, if they're sick or they can't perform. Um, who who is it? I've I've seen the whole new season. It's uh, Checo. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Perez. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so if one of them is sick or they can't drive that weekend or whatever, then the third, then the reserve driver gets to drive in their place. And that's who he is for Red Bull right now. But he is such a, like people keep, I know they keep him around because of who he is. This hasn't happened to other drivers. There's drivers who are driving every single race and they don't have the following or the charisma or anything like that, that Daniel Ricardo does. Like, but they might be, he is literally an icon. Yeah, they'll be performing better, but he's the one that the, gets like the magazine right. covers and everything because right. of who he is on the show the and who he is in real life. Yeah. Dude, he's so sick. He listens to Alexis on fire. He listens to like, like even me, like looking at that, like there's an earlier season where he points out like at a mechanic, he's like sick tattoo, brother. And That's the guy's sick. tattoo is the Alexis on fire logo. Right. And he's like one of the best bands in the world. And it's like, dude, that's so dope to like have right. somebody who can like just randomly talk like that and stuff, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. very rare to see as somebody who listens to like punk and metal and stuff. You do too. But it's like how many mainstream celebs really put our bands on? No one. No, no one, one talks about any no. of the shit we listen to. And they all talk about I used to listen to it. But they never talk about like I've never seen anybody like in this day and age be like who's like mainstream be like, oh, I love like metalcore. I love north lane i'm a huge fan of bring me the horizon like no one says that shit like yeah so to hear somebody like in the mainstream on a netflix show say that immediately i was like yeah that's my favorite driver now because i'm biased and then i further learned how hilarious he is and stuff like that and yeah but um yeah i'm happy getting into f1 man yeah i'm i mean it's the show does a really good job because it's not as kind of it doesn't feel as dumb as most other reality tv shows oh dude Um, it's not yeah like i can't watch it like perfect match or bullshit like that without company this is a show that i watch by myself at like one in the morning if i'm like watching something before bed or whatever this yeah it legit feels like they're they're following every team and i feel like with this season again spoiler alert for anyone they they it almost seems like they're following a team per episode so you kind of yeah that's literally what the formula is Okay, nice. Is ha- has it it's always like been so that way? Sick. That's what I've noticed is what I'm saying. I okay. don't know if they designed it that way, oh, but like okay. that's what I'm seeing. Like every episode seems like it's a new story. And it's beautiful because you get to see people like Tsunoda who isn't necessarily performing as well, but like you can tell the kid has heart. He's got yeah. his problems as well and like he's, he's like doing better. Nonstop. Yeah, he's being kind yeah. of like a cunt. Oh, damn it. I'm going to have to edit that out. He's being kind of like a, a little dickling when it when it comes to his yeah. own team, but then when he's talking to the cameras in front, he's a lot more humble. So you can like seeing a, a an individual like that, you kind of also understand like, oh, these guys in the heat of the moment, they're kind of assholes, and like I shouldn't you you shouldn't as a viewer take that as what their personality is like. They're yeah, they're just yeah. under a lot of pressure. I mean, they're literally racing yeah. for millions of Dude, dollars. million millions of dollars of a car. They're racing for um, not just their, like, team principles, but the brand, but also the owners of the team who financially back it. There's a lot of right. shit going on. And their future yeah, career. a lot of stuff. I mean, there's so yeah, much going on. Yeah. And then, and they're being told by their team, like, no, you got to slow down and play defensive now. Let your other teammate get a further lead. It's stuff like that where you're yeah. like, man, these by guys stats, have to- we can see that, like, he's going to be better. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah, and where you're like, damn, can you imagine being told, like, hey, try a little less, or, like, try to do something different, like, especially with yeah. all that adrenaline rushing, you're going, like, 100, 200 kilometers per hour, and someone's just telling you, like, hey, slow down and try and block the guy behind you, you're like, yeah. I don't know, dude, like, I'm going fast right now, like, this is sick, let's keep yeah. this going, you know? Yeah, it's so weird, man, like it's it's uh heavy i guess is the better word to put it um, yeah but yeah uh all right so, so i i wanted to say we're we're like 30 minutes in i quickly wanted to say this i've noticed and maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong but i've noticed based on certain group chats i won't call anything out you've started maybe sending more i don't know what your intention is but you started sending a bit more and this is like one or two messages a bit more occult related stuff in oh yes pop culture yep 
Um, I wanted to ask you for one, I, I know you sent a group, a, a video to a, a, a group, a friend group of ours talking about yeah. pizza, um, yeah. a certain recent presidential nominee of the non-typical presidential candidate gender. That's yeah. me saying that without saying a name. So the AI doesn't pick me up and get me assassinated. Um, yeah. wanted to know a few things. So. For one, is that something you're genuinely looking into nowadays? Yeah, that's actually something I've like conspiracy theories and stuff like this. Like, not even that I think there's a conspiracy anymore. I think it's genuinely stuff that's going on, like child trafficking rings type of yes. stuff. Um, yeah. This is something I've been always interested in ever since like elementary, dude. Like ever since I could remember, like I, me and my siblings would start looking up stuff on YouTube and right. start listening to like at a point when InfoWars was better than it oh, is now. Oh, dude, you know? yes. Back when InfoWars was actually I'm something so happy people to like, hear yeah, that. listen to it. Yeah, yeah. because InfoWars used to be actually informative and like the so guys were batshit crazy. So informative, man. Yeah. So informative. Um, but that yeah. was early, 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 yes. early on. Yes. Like, early like seven 2000s. years ago. Like, oh, early? early yeah, I was no, I was going to say okay. early 2000s to like 2013. We'll 20, get into so it. We'll right. get into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll get into like, it. Yeah, yeah. Again, his downfall, Alex Jones being a yes. completely fried idiot. I think that's shootings. like 2013, 2015 onwards. Like, it was school shootings, what? I think. He started saying yeah. Sandy, Sandy Hook was a big one. Sandy Hook was a school shooting that happened. And yeah. he, I don't know, he's, he's defended himself as saying he was just asking questions i don't know i don't really care enough to get invested into it but basically yeah. what happened is people started reaching out to the parents of kids that were murdered during this school shooting saying no you're acting your kid didn't actually die and they started sending death yeah, threats dude. to these parents it was it was a big problem big yeah, problem yeah huge problem um so yeah man like this is just something I'm always interested in. And I guess TikTok picks up on that too. And my algorithm ended up being all these like, uh, conspiracy theories and stuff as well. And if I watch something and I know about it, but it's like really informative and it does like hit all the spots kind of, then yeah. I send it to the group because I know like our, our boys are also like that a little bit. Like they reach out and they look into this shit as well. So, right. Yeah, like, uh, whether it be, like, you know, Luciferian beliefs and satanic worship, like, on the at, on the Grammys, like, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm here for it. I want to know more about it. You know, like, why is this always happening? Why are we so, like, why are they displaying this shit to us nonstop? It's always right. been a thing, right? Right. So, to me at least, and it's like, you know, if you don't want to believe in it, like, you can be like, yeah, this isn't real. But it's like, but there's all this evidence. You also can't say it's not real. So the best case scenario is just to be like, it could be real, but it could be not, you know? Yeah. yeah. So don't always believe everything you see, but keep your mind open is like the best I agree. way to put it. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's like, damn, I'm happy I know this. I don't know if I believe it, but I mean, this person presented in a way where it does seem convincing. So the possibility right. exists now in my head, you know? Right. And you're not entirely convinced, which is... I mean, you're you're yeah. open to the for idea more, that for this for is a thing. for some of them, right? But some of them are very like, I know this is true. Like, there's no right. way this is not true. You know, like, right. yeah, but, yeah. I uh, will say, um, you know, it's interesting. The video you sent, and I won't get into too much detail again, but they mentioned things like pizza, um, yeah. in the video, and it's it's interesting because I, I actually started going down this podcast rabbit hole again. Uh, I remember six years ago, dude, like two years after coming out of university, just starting working. I can literally remember this in my brain. Being in Pennsylvania, Pottsville is a town in Pennsylvania. That's where I was at, Pottsville, Pennsylvania, okay. um, for a project. And I remember listening that day to Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo on the Joe Rogan Experience. And I remember that day, Joe Rogan mentioning Alex, you know, you've told me many times about some island where people get flown in, Pleasure Island, where they just spend time with girls. And, you know, Bill Clinton's been there a bunch of times. This was still stuff that Alex Jones was just saying without, you know, in, in his Alex Jones way, where he was saying this is, as, this is a fact, but like no other yeah. mainstream media picked up on it. Um, mm -hmm. I can I can remember those times like 
thinking back to it where Alex Jones was talking about emails between Barack Obama and other members of parliament talking about hot dogs and pizza. And where will there be enough hot dogs and pizza at the party that they're going to? Um, so I remember listening yeah. to that six, seven years ago thinking... This Alex Jones guy is cool. He is crazy. I wonder if any of this is real. I'll never look into it because I'm at work right now and listening to this podcast. But now in hindsight, listening back to all this stuff, Alex Jones, of course, has been canceled from the entire internet at this point, I think. Um, He's pretty much not allowed to go to Google.com. But he was right. Dude, he's like a billion dollars. He's a billion dollars in debt. He is, yeah. They gave him some yeah. crazy number. He's right about. He's the first guy who went into Bohemian Grove and recorded a ritual in front of this owl statue where yeah, people Moloch are burning. Yeah, our, the owl god Moloch, where they're burning the effigy of a body. And it turns out politicians, tech, tech moguls go there. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, Alex Jones has done what he's done. I can't keep up with all of it. It's too crazy to keep up with. I I can't keep up with all of it, but. It, it was crazy to see you send that post and then for all this stuff from like six, seven years ago start clicking in for me. Yeah. Um, where I was like, damn, Alex was onto a lot of stuff. Yeah. Onto a lot of stuff. Pizza Gate, all this stuff, dude. And it's scary, man, like that these people run the world. And yeah. Like apparently there's another theory where there's a huge case of young children going missing from England. And when you go to, like, report it to the authorities, they'll do little to nothing about it because child sacrifice is a huge underground thing in England. Oh, no. And it's, like, you can't really prove it because there's no footage. But, like, there's kids who escaped it, these, like, little, like, kids, and they were talking about it. They're, like, seven, six years old. And they're, like, yeah, they forced us to, like, stab a baby and, like, the baby's, like, blood was coming out. Yeah. And it's like, what are these? What reason do these kids have to say these things? Like, what, right. what real lie is there? Like, right. kids are usually honest, you know. Like, I don't know what they would promise the kids to say stuff like this. So a part of me is like, yeah, I believe the kids, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it is like, I don't know, man. This stuff is like very interesting to me, and especially being very spiritual. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of like evil shit at hand, and like, yeah people play into it and they it's so much it's literally dude star wars is based after stuff like this yeah like it's really easy to give into the dark side but being a jedi and giving into like the force and letting that in actually takes a lot of work for a fraction of the power you can get from giving in easily to like anger and other things and that's just how the spiritual realm works like it's so easy and pleasurable to do the evil and the wrong thing and to glorify the dark side but it's so much harder to find the good in yourself and in other yeah. people and to actually like, well, in my terms, like actually have a spiritual relationship with Jesus or God. Um, and then like, yeah, you know, I yeah. think, I think that's been the biggest downfall with atheism and like the fall of religion in most people. Yeah. Is just that, you know, what what say what you will about religion and the, the organizations behind them, whether it's, you know, the Catholic Church or whatever it may be. They, they've made mistakes. They've done things that are wrong. But, like, at the end of the day, the teachings from the Bible are things that holistically for civilization and society, I think, are good things. I mean, they're talking about not taking advantage of people. They're talking about not... Yep not envying the things that people around you have um yeah. not envying the people that people around you interact with i mean there's so many things that are holistically really good values to have in terms yeah. of a society or civilization in general but i i think like with the death of not the death I, I don't know a lot of people say that like carl Jung said god is dead or whatever like the death of religion i mean it, it kind of happened right there's there's definitely been a shift in terms of religious belief versus atheism um over the past like century uh so i mean i I don't know i feel like that's had a huge impact on civilizations because you no longer have like a a baseline for moral values like you're no longer teaching everyone that hey coveting your 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 neighbor's goods or your neighbor's wife is not a good thing you shouldn't do that now and, it's like, oh, dude, she wants me, bro. Like, yo, yeah. she, like, 
when yeah. he goes to work, I'm gonna hit on her. Like my neighbor's wife is hot, I'm gonna hit on her. It's like And now it's it's even man. gone to the point where they're like, yo, he's not treating her right. And because he's not treating her right, I gotta make her feel better. So if she's coming on to me, I'm gonna make her feel good and I'm doing a good yeah, thing. Just because uh, her husband ain't enough for her anymore. Instead of being like, No, miss, you should talk to your husband. Have you considered therapy? Work it out. Yeah, yeah couples I mean, therapy, you get a divorce, and then you know, maybe hit me up after that. Like, you know? Yeah. The mentality it's has a become... lack of self-respect, no. too, though, I find, in the yeah. sense that, like, you don't think you deserve better. You don't think you actually deserve, like, I think a wholesome relationship. You're just right. looking for a quick fix, but you don't care about the cost. You don't care about the turmoil that this other person's going to go through when right. having to explain this to their significant other that, like, oh, yeah, like, I cheated. You know? Like... Right again you just want that quick hit you know it's just weird man this world is like very everybody thinks like shit everybody just always wants a quick fix whether it be food whether it be drinking whether it be a drug whether it be sex whether it be anything even music dude like songs wanting to be less than three minutes now and getting to the right. chorus within the first 40 seconds of it playing because it's a quick thing they want you to quickly get into it it's all weird man I think it's, I think, I mean, in terms of like music and, and in terms of, I don't know, marketing in general, advertising, things like that. I mean, it's yeah. literally down to the second where people are measuring yeah, how, many, how many seconds did you watch this video versus, you know, you'd back in the day, read a book and reading a book would maybe take you a week. But the things you think about after having read that book, if it was really good, if it was really, you know, if it held a lot of meaning to you, if it was really intriguing, if it made you think about a lot of things, that could impact you for years in the future. Like there are yeah. things that you can't just measure. But the problem yeah. with capitalism is we're all measuring profits. Profits come from sales. Sales come from, well, how much are we advertising this thing? How well is our advertiser yeah. how, doing? Well, how well? Like? Exactly. What's our engagement like? How long are people watching our video? Are people clicking the link to our video? And it's just yeah. become, it's all revolving around the god of money at the end of the yeah. day. Um, yeah, man, it's weird, dude. Like, it's such a dark place to live in now. So I very much enjoy that I have this filter, but not everybody has this filter, man. Right, right. You know? That's scary. Uh, it's scary to, like, it's scary to, like, imagine someone who has that filter and then loses it, you know? Yeah. Where someone someone could be, I mean, it, it could happen with something as simple as like a career switch, where someone starts suddenly making more money, and you're like, oh, you don't like to have fun anymore. You don't like to try silly things anymore for the sake of trying them and saying you've tried them. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can think of a friend of ours uh, who threw up blueberries in a no, you who whose backyard you threw up blueberries in one time. Um, yep, yep. that's as spoiler free as I can get where it's like that person used to enjoy living life and enjoying life and now they're kind of following a dollar sign which is necessary it's an unfortunate consequence of the civilization we live in but you're also like that person used to do things that pushed the envelope you know like yeah. they were dumb things to do but at the same time they're also like well I haven't I don't know. It's a it's a dumb thing to do, but at the same time, it's also like this creative part of humanity that's pushing like the boundaries yeah. of dumb. You know, no offense if they have somehow yeah. picked up on all this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's uh, it's sad. That's the best way to put it. Not that yeah. situation in particular, like our right. friend. Just overall, the world, the world right. state, and like what everybody's into now, and like what everybody's also not into because it's never the good stuff anymore everybody just wants the you know everybody yeah. just wants the quick shit everybody yep. just wants the most satisfying like fast food but in terms of every everything it's short like, short term short term gratification 100 percent is the yeah. way it's best but it's like when you or even when like illusions of grandeur that's another term that comes to mind right like yeah you, you glorify stuff that isn't even or you make things look like so amazing when it's not even the honest truth like you're right. lying to yourself yeah. right yeah it's like i mean you 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 know you go to vegas and you show an awesome night but that night ends up ruining your relationship with your partner of five years yeah or people like your friends or anybody right or, one, heck, yeah. dude 
no one finds out but you have literally just ruined your relationship with yourself because right. you think of yourself less of a person now because you did stuff that you doesn't really you know correlate with your moral code or anything yeah but you did it in the heat of the moment type of thing you know like yeah or god forbid just, you do something spontaneous in the moment and it ends up having long-term i mean not even long-term like short-term extremely negative physical consequences you end up you know you go to vegas one night and you just do a bunch of coke one night and all of a sudden you're overdosing on fentanyl and it's like well yeah. was it worth it for that little bit of instant that little bit that tiny bit that you barely remember the next morning you know yeah like you yeah. barely remember it the next day after you've had so many drinks and snorted yeah. so much stuff and 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 smoked so much stuff like you barely remember the good time and yeah. all you're left with is the shit the next morning dude that's one thing i'll never get like as much as i love relating to people I'm always sober because I don't do that's anything. That's so true. That's just my personal belief. But I just have a hard time sometimes, like, gathering, like, how somebody just wants to get blackout drunk and, like, yeah. not remember the night before. And then I'm, like, filling in the pieces for them. Or, like, you know, it's just, like, what is it? Yeah. I really want to know what it is because it's, like... What it is, man? Like, do is... it because that's you, but, like, also, why do you do it? Like, I would like to know that. What it is, man, like, why do you is, not want to know your friend's wedding night? Like, how do you right. not want to, you know? Right. I think it all stems back to doing these sorts of things and, and, and having these sorts of patterns prior to your brain being fully developed. I think at this point, whether you believe in science or not, I don't really give a shit. What I understand yeah. is at the age of 25 is when your frontal cortex develops fully. And your frontal yeah, cortex yeah. is what essentially makes... It, it, it assists you in decision making as a fully grown human being. So like if you do something at 16 and, you know, every Friday for like a month, you smoke two grams of weed. You're like this yeah. is what every Friday is like, right? Like, yeah. How does anyone have a Friday outside of this Friday? Your brain hasn't fully developed. It has no idea. It doesn't even know how to process thoughts once you're 25 it doesn't even like i feel like i don't know me personally I've, I've smoked way more weed than i should in my life um i started at probably the age of i don't know 16 17 grade 11 yeah. grade 12 way too early in hindsight i regret the age i started at um but i've i've been fortunate in that either i've stumbled my dumb ass through life and managed to get to the point where i'm at or I'm just a genetic gift to the world that can smoke this much weed and still, <laughs> yeah, still manage okay. a healthy lifestyle. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but if Bill Nye wants to cut me up when I'm dead, he's he's go for yeah. it, dude. You are literally one of the most like fit dudes I know, man. Like, thank you, man. I don't think smart, so, but one of the smartest like book smart people too. Like uh, that's that's not my true. Thing. In my head, that's what it was. Like, yeah, you know, that's not true, um, but yeah, thank you, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'll always self-deprecate myself. I, 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 I'm just an idiot yeah. at all points in life. I've made so many dumb mistakes in life. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's tough, man. Life is really tough because all it can take is one decision, one bad decision. Yeah. And, dude, doing things for the short term is really awesome. Like, I've... I, when I was in university, I was in a relationship and there were so many times where short-term gratification, a a girl who wanted to bang the Sebastian Stan lookalike was into it and pushing for it. And I said, no, I mean, yep. it, it would have been easy to just say, I'm horny right now. My dick is hard. Let's do this thing. And then the yeah. next day, what I wake up and regret the past, what, two, three years of my life that I've spent committed to a serious relationship yeah no 100 percent, dude i mean why waste your time yeah i mean i always say or i mean i don't know why i'm saying i always say because this isn't something <laughs> i go around saying monday to friday <laughs> but like life is short so like i like yeah. to make the memories like good and long that's yeah. like right the best way to put it like i love remembering everything all the time um and that's such a huge perk to always being sober i find because I still have right. a great time. It's not like I'm like, oh, I wish I was more energetic. Chances are I'm top three in that room when it comes to energy, True. you know? True. So energy and being like open and loose, goose, loosey goose, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, yeah, man. Substances will also make you think 
a moment was better than it actually was. Yeah, yeah. So you're also always that, like, accidental filter where you're like, yeah, no, that wasn't that funny, guys. It was... Uh... Yeah, yeah, 100%. You, I remember that in high school. <laughs> you actually didn't say anything that made sense, and everyone started laughing. So I don't know yeah. what <laughs> what happened. Yeah, like, I remember... Because uh, at that time, too, like, you guys had just started, I think, like, smoking and drinking, like, later in high school. And I didn't do any of that because I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to right now. Like, that was me. I was like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. And it kept turning from I don't want to to I don't think I ever will because I became like a part of who I was, like a like an identity. And then it got really cool in the metal scene to be straight edge. So then that also enforced me thinking like that because then I could have straight edge in my bio. And it was like very enforced by our bands okay. that we listened to. That's cool. So I was like, yeah, this is sick. I'm straight edge, whatever. And I just stuck. And now I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm just going to be sober for life. I guess because it's a huge part of who I am. Um, but like, yeah, you cool. guys had just started. So it's like, yeah. So uh, for me, it was like a weird transition because like, man, I'm chilling with my friends and like now they want to do weed. Like I'm not used to this. And then I didn't know any of the effects. And then you guys are laughing at it. I remember this one time some dude sitting on a bench and you guys are like, he's a narc. He's a narc. He's a cop. Guys, we have to run. And I'm like, he's just a man, guys. Like we can just walk. We don't have to. Right. make it like he's a cop and we have to run away and bike fast and this and that and i'm like to me it just wasn't making any sense but to you guys it's probably like he probably was an arc and he probably is you know like we should probably run because we're probably going to get arrested like it's totally different filters right right that we're processing yeah. the situation yeah. but time. now like being older not even now this is like long time ago but like when people are like under the influence and whatever I just, I don't want to say I matched their energy, but I just understand. My filter is there then. I'm like, yeah, right. I get it. I get what you're saying. You're yeah. obviously like off the off the rocker. Like, I get it. You yeah. know, it's funny. Yeah. We can actually laugh at this now. I get it. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, in high school too, too. I don't know, man. Growing up, the biggest thing that's happened for me, and it, it's kind of crazy how, how life comes full circle. And you, you start to remember these things from childhood that didn't make sense when you were younger, but they make sense now. Like, I, I, I think about things, times in my life where I'd make a mistake and explain myself to my dad. And he'd just say, you'll understand this when you're older. Um, yeah. and, and now the time I'm, you think it's like a diss and, and like you're now like, you feel like, yeah. It, yeah. Really and now, and now I look back and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I do get it now. I shouldn't have smoked weed before a certain age. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. And like, no matter how you explained it to me at that age, I wouldn't have believed you. And it's just yeah. made me realize that like, you know, at some point I hope to have my own kids, God willing, um, inshallah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, hopefully one day I can, I can kind of feel that come full circle, you know, where I think I don't, I think I know what's best. And they tell me they don't understand and I keep pushing and then eventually they tell me I was right. Um, because I, I don't know, especially now, man, like the world changes so fast. It's, yeah. I mean, especially with things like AI, I mean, I feel like, dude, I, I look at any technology website now. I used to love following technology news websites, but now it just seems like every day, every headline is just leading towards the apocalypse. Like I feel like we're in a, we're in the prologue for Terminator. It's always or, something about uh, putting chips in our heads or AI or AI yeah. controlling us through the chips in our heads or self-driving yeah. cars. It went from really dope phones and smartwatches and computers to all of a sudden this like bionic warfare right. type of situation. Right. Like one week you're reading here's how you can 3D print your next legs. And then yeah. the next week you're reading about how AI is going to get you out of your job and murder your grandmother. And it, yeah. I mean, none of it makes sense. And you're just trying to keep up with it all. And every week it just, dude, it's like, it it's like terrifying, more more. man. It's like, it's like reading an apocalypse novel at this point. Yeah. You're like, when is this all, when, when am I going to read the article that says nuke dropped yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. Through AI, AI decided to launch a right. nuke and it wouldn't get over it. Oh, like dude. 
you know it's going to be that Microsoft AI too, because that one's been the most vicious. That Microsoft AI dude, oh yeah, man. that shit's like dissing people left, right, and center. I heard like it's been savage. It's been adding occult imagery into old movies. No way. I know. I'm kidding. I did want to oh. say though one thing really interesting in one of the clips you sent about occult imagery. Um, they mentioned I forget what movie it is, but there's some Disney movie where kids are being taken to a pleasure island basically pinocchio pinocchio very on the yeah. nose i wanted to ask you though like when you watch that do you think that's like disney warning the general populace that this is happening or do you think this is like an internal nod to the elite saying like hey look yeah. we're referencing you guys uh it's an internal nod is what i think because they said symbolism is power for them like th- i've always heard this mm. too like i don't know what it is it's so weird because you think that like if you're doing some weird ass shit you don't want the You'd world hide to hide it know. yeah but these people like it's live narcissism. off of you. Oh, look at this look narcissism, at what we're doing yeah. here's a glimpse of it it's like they do that shit dude like mm. they will literally like apparently the early disney animators were the types who would draw like phallic shapes and then draw characters based on that like they would draw but like a penis and then draw around it mm. like that's like some of the animators in early disney days and obviously disney's linked to a lot of like pedophilia and stuff like that too like up here allegedly you know whatever we'll use that uh word but so i kind of i kind of wonder because i think walt disney is publicly known as an anti-semite yeah um i i wonder if like the nazis got involved somehow and we're kind of manipulating plot lines or something funding something like you know like Right. It's weird, man. I'm telling you, so many evil people have their hands in the industry. It's literally made up of evil people. Like, none of that shit has your best intentions in heart. It's all about right. It's all know, about money. It's money at the end of the day. It's all money the, at the end of the day. They don't care about human life. If they can make money off you, get right. over. That's like I don't know if you've watched this series, but I I read the comic and the the novel. It was initially a novel. It's called American Gods, uh, by Neil Gaiman. Yeah, the series. Yeah who you know too. wrote famously the sandman which has become a, a netflix series since then um but essentially that series is about like the old gods you know zeus thor gaia hippolta all these gods fighting against the modern gods the god of money yeah. the god of entertainment um yeah. and it's which is it, such a crazy it, dope concept I find. it's such a good concept it's once you read it you're like yeah this is like the easiest concept for a book but no one had come up with it before then and did you right watch away, the show i haven't i've read the co- i've read the novel and i've read the comic series that was adapted yeah, so i heard the, the comics novel. are great but i haven't like the show never got a huge following i think no it didn't the comics are just kind of sad but and the comics are unreal True. it's tough it's tough like neil gaiman is a writer he wrote sandman as well and i think yeah. netflix did a good job with the sandman show but at the that same so time sick. you just it's it's tough to get like the magic of words on a piece of paper that make you think things you know because yeah. like writing something and then having the person read that and interpret it and imagine something that yeah. is unique to them you can't really replicate that on a screen and I feel like that's that's Neil Gaiman's like magic as a writer is he gets you to visualize things in your own reality, and they'll never match up what you see on the screen. Um, so yeah, I mean it. Yeah, uh, American Gods, same kind of thing. I mean it, it. It was a good show. I mean I know some people that really liked it. I personally couldn't get into it. Um, but anyway, the idea of like modern day god figures, which is like yeah, yeah. currency, fame um recognition i don't i don't even know like the seven deadly sins are definitely a part of what modern day humanity considers as a as a sin in general i mean things that we fall into temptation over um but yeah i mean in terms of you know gods like money is a huge one now people the things people will do for money i mean it's to say revolting is there's not even a word disgusting enough to describe it i think dude if you the second you can sell a life or take a life for money that's it like you know like are you a demon at that point like that's that's like shit demons would do you're selling someone's soul and life 
like you hear about the shit on the dark web where they literally abduct kids and then there's a live show and people bid on certain parts of the kid and they draw on the kid with like a marker for like how much which part of the meat costs and stuff i hadn't heard about that 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 is yeah i heard about this years ago and i was just very much like shocked and uh, like dude i have nephews man and like i see them smiling laughing bothering me with their loudness like everything you know the good the bad Right. And they're just so innocent and wonderful, and they are a life. Right. And whatever you put into them reflects outwardly through them because they're so impressionable, right? But now to think you put in so much work towards a kid and somebody abducted them, and now they're drawn over with markers, and they let you know oh, the kid's thigh is worth this much, the calf is worth this much, and then right. you cut it off live through webcam while people watch for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and then you send them the thigh that they bought and now they eat this child's thigh Damn. and meanwhile you and the cops are looking for the kid like it 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 sucks man because that's bullshit that is so shit you know you hear people talk about free will and uh, people in the U.S., especially about their various rights and freedoms. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't and know. There's this. I don't know. And then yeah. yeah, and then there's this, and you're like, well, what? what this I mean, is beyond what are we... laws. Like this is something called the dark web, which is a whole yeah. layer under like just the regular internet. Like this yeah. is something we this don't is, even have access to. This is regular. To, like. And this is something yeah. you can't regulate. And this is something that, like, the only reasonable solution to it is someone like Batman or Punisher. Yeah, coming up. up and killing them. That's literally yeah. it. Just kill being them, like, all of them. You know what? You're a piece of shit. We can't prove it legally. You're dead. Yeah. That's it. I'm and the no problem like that now. really exists, I don't think. No, but no. Sadly. No. But the evil that does exist in Batman and Punisher's world, that actually does exist. It That is, is the so biggest crazy. unfortunate part, is that like yeah. there's enough financial power to back villains in our regular yeah. day world, but never enough financial power to back heroes. Yeah. And then it's even if it is, it's con- corrupted like crazy too. Like the whole like all cops are bastard a cab movement like i don't right. fully see eye to eye with that but it's also like you know there is corruption in the police there's even corruption in within heroes so it's like what is left that is pure in this day and age you know i mean it's tough man people and again people used to look to religion for that and you and know even that's been given this creed that's been tarnished that, yeah it's been destroyed too like and that too by like mass media and like the occult and everything like it's just wild man so yeah yeah man so dark after that snowstorm no (laughs) yeah i mean the thing is though at the end of the day you know we've talked about your close friends i can talk personally about my close friends too they're people that in the darkest of times i can turn to with a dark and desperate situation and they'll motivate me they'll push me to keep going forward and at the end of the day i mean you know you can chase whatever social media fame you want whatever shallow interactions you have with random strangers over the internet but it's at the end of the day you you have this circle close to you that you know has faith in you even when you've made mistakes that's the biggest part like being able to make a mistake and having a group of people that accepts you afterwards and 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 motivates you to be better as a result of that mistake that's i mean that's how humanity moves forward at the end of the day yeah. that, that that's it that's the only way is if we learn from our mistakes accept each other for our mistakes and move forward learning from those mistakes that's it that's the only yeah. way and if everybody just operated like this and didn't look to like oh let me reach out into a circle i don't belong in and let me rip something out of that circle for yeah. my own financial gain or my quick physical fix like the world would be literally a much, much, much better place. Way better place. But it's Even, these greedy freaks who just like, yeah. oh, let me quickly, she's so hot, I just want to, oh. like, you know, these incel yeah. freaks, like, yeah. and these people who have no moral compass and they just want the money, they ruin it for everybody. They ruin yep. the hard work of other people and the love and the lives of other people. And it's just shitty to see happen around you in other countries and 
everything's in our face now too and like things just aren't getting better which is another sad part too because people are so much more informed on all this stuff now with you know the way social media is but it's like right it's still not making things better yeah i'm gonna say something that i hope people challenge me on you can reach out to us at the talking heads dot three three words if you know how to spell yeah. the talking heads you can spell it dot pod at gmail.com hit us up um i don't know i think if if most people didn't just attack others right away i i think the world would be a better place um you know i've i'm i work for an engineering company that deals with automation and a lot of companies that require automation for their e-commerce and sometimes the way they talk to a person is almost like they're not a person and at the end of the day it's it's people that are making things work right like for now ai hasn't taken over everything um i don't know just it's just we're we're all like life kind of sucks for everyone you know yeah you make the best with the hand that you're dealt like no one no one wakes up being like dude this is the best i've ever felt i'm ready to like break the world record for this or that rarely anyone wakes up feeling that way most people wake up feeling sore and shitty and gross and disgusting and disappointed with themselves and i think if we all just accepted that about ourselves first of all because i think that i don't know i don't think many people accept that about themselves is that they're they're lacking um even me all the compliments you've given me today all i can think about myself is defects that i need to fix yeah Uh, i mean that what are you supposed to do that i think i think the biggest thing for me and you know prior to this podcast you and i were talking about jordan jordan peterson a bit um he's gone through very many many things over the years but the best thing he ever said it's the thing that i wake up to it's my mantra every morning is be better than the me i was yesterday dude i literally said this yesterday to one of my old co-workers at the apple store because we were just talking about life and i yeah. said as cliche as it is like comparison is the thief of joy so yeah. my only competition is myself because if i yeah. was too busy competing with other people brother i would have not even been here because i am pushing 30 and like there's a lot of my peers who are way ahead with way more yeah. things than i have and income and everything and yep. fitness and everything like you know but the yeah. thing is i'm my own competition am i better than i was yesterday today i think i'm almost the same to be honest which is pretty good because i was doing pretty good today Hell and yeah. yesterday for the most part but am i better than i was last year 100 percent. am i better than for the sure, year before yeah. dude miles ahead like hell yeah you know so like only be your own competition and just be the best you can be every day literally take it day to day that's the best way to put it yeah and like and like it's yeah, tough man. It's and like tough, it helps I get you it. be a little human too and it humanizes other people as well that like everybody has their own friend circles and their own problems and their own issues and they say things and they do things and they make jokes everybody operates like you do like it might right. not be exactly the same but it's like everything is happening for a reason and they're saying stuff yeah. and doing stuff for a reason and you have to just like put yourself in their shoes once you can actually in every story or whatever like acknowledge that there's two sides to everything and you know like you can put yourself in other people's shoes and be a little bit relatable life is so much better and easier 